You're listening to My Wedding Season, the podcast. I'm your host, Ida Glovic. I photograph intimate weddings and elopements in Europe. This is the show where I provide overwhelmed wedding photographers with the inspiration, tools, and resources needed to build a thriving brand and business. Today on the podcast, I have none other than Stacy Owen. Stacy is the founder and the badass CEO of Pepper. And Pepper is a creative marketing agency that handles modern marketing strategies and content creation for photographers and other creative entrepreneurs. I'm also a brand ambassador because I love them so much. I love the team, their values, and what they're bringing to our industry. In this episode, we talk about online marketing for wedding photographers. There are so many avenues and opportunities to market your wedding photography business, which can get overwhelming. In our conversation, we touch upon the different factors you need to consider, and Stacy also shares the deets on an upcoming online marketing course for photographers that Pepper is launching this month in March. Make sure that you tune in until the end because I will share a bit more with you about what you can expect from the course, as well as a 10% discount, which equals major savings. You don't want to miss it. So let's get started. I'm going to welcome you to the show, Stacey. <laughs> Thank you so okay. much for getting on. And yeah, Stacey, for people who don't know you, that means they're living under a rock. <laughs> if you can just let them know who you are and what you do, that'd be amazing. Well, my name is Stacy, and I'm the founder and CEO of Pepper, your badass business BFF. And it always sounds strange to say I'm the CEO of this agency because it's really a team effort. And we're a whole bunch of chicks that are hanging out with really cool people that are doing really cool things out there. And we're supporting them to be as successful as possible. Yeah. And I mean, you're doing great things in this industry and conference and chill was one of like you just blew the industry away with getting so many people on and then went on. I mean, that's how we got to know each other. And side note, I am a brand ambassador for Pepper. And it's, boop, boop. Boop, <laughs> it's one of the funnest things. And it's because I just love what you guys are doing. I love your values. I love what you're bringing to the community. And um, we will be chatting about online marketing and it's all leading up to a huge incredible course that Pepper is bringing out on online marketing. So that's going to be, yeah, on our agenda today, right? I'm excited to chat about that and all the other cool things. Yes, for sure. So like I was thinking about it and online marketing, there's so many different avenues we can take. And that's one of the reasons people get overwhelmed. They don't even know where to get started. Just for someone who's kind of like, doesn't even know where to begin at all, what would you say to this person? What is the step one? Well, I'd like to chat a little bit about that overwhelm first, because I think that's a really important place to start. Cause I know as a, also as a photographer, it can be really overwhelming to look around and see what everybody else is doing, not just with their marketing, but also creatively and how they're shooting. Are they doing off camera flash? Are they not? Are they shooting dark and moody? Is it light and airy? Is it emotional? Is it editorial? And you're seeing all these things that people are doing and it looks really cool. And you're like, okay, crap. Like I'm supposed to be doing all those things too. And then you see, uh, you notice their marketing like, okay, I like, I need to be great on Instagram or in reels or blogging or newsletters. And it can be extremely overwhelming and you feel like you need to be doing all these things, but we just have to take a beat and realize how many other photographers are you looking at when you're thinking that like how many people are you noticing their styles or you're noticing their marketing? Well, you're only one person. They're only one person, but you're comparing yourselves to like a hundred other photographers. 
That's such a good point because you're not taking that into account, right? It's just everything that you're consuming and seeing, okay, that seems to be working for that person and for the other person. And then they're like, when he said reels, I was just like, whoo, that is another feature that came out and people are like, man, is that something else I have to hop on now? Right. Oh yeah. And it's a, it's an excellent tool. You don't have to do anything. So what I would do, I would just take a moment and think what is working for you right now? Currently, what is working for you? And what is your, your purpose? Like, what are you, what are you, what are your goals or what are you trying to do? And it would be, I'm trying to gain more leads and book more clients, or I'm trying to book a certain type of client, or I I'm great in my wedding, my, my wedding work, but maybe I want to break into commercial. Like you can't do the same strategy as everybody else. And for the same, for the same thing that you're trying to achieve. So you really need to decide, okay, what am I trying to do? Where am I trying to go? What is my capacity? What's currently working? How do I lean into that more? And you know what, let me try one new thing. Let me get that down first, add that into my schedule, analyze it, see how it goes. Is it working for me? Like try it for three months and consistently three months, see if it works, do the analytics. Is it Great. Keep going. If it isn't, try something else. You don't have to do all the things all at once. Yeah. I mean, that is the truth about breaking it down and simplifying. That's what I always say, like for people who are overwhelmed, just because they're trying to do all the things at once. And then they don't really see the results of their efforts because it's not a concentrated, focused effort. And then, yeah, they get discouraged. And it's like this never ending cycle of sorts, right? The, the biggest, the biggest tool in marketing still is, you know, your word of mouth, the relationships you have and the community around you. So if you have, if you want to start somewhere, start there, start with your relationships. That's so true because I mean, there's a whole focus on people saying, okay, online marketing, I really need to get my work out there, but there's so much that comes off of offline marketing. And that's really focusing also on your clients, right? And having that client experience and also your relationships with vendors or other photographers in the industry. Yes. Because now when you start your online marketing and those people that already love you, they're going to promote you. They're going to encourage you. They're going to share about you. And they're people that already recognize you and you're going to spread a lot quicker than if you're starting completely from cold. Like if I see someone's marketing, someone I don't know, I'm like, Oh, I might pay attention to it. If it's, you know, if it's good, but yeah. if it's someone I do know, I'm instantly I'm like, this is awesome. Look at them out there getting it, going for it. And I'm going to help them with that. And I'm going to share about it. 100%. You know, another thing that I noticed is that like some people hop on trying to market their services, but when people land on their website, either they're not getting the type of inquiries that they're looking for, or the inquiries are not coming in. So like there's traffic to the website. And what would you say, like, should photographers first and foremost, really focus on getting their website right before marketing their services? Would you go that comes first? I think it depends on what you're shooting, where you are in your career. Having a website and a home base is incredibly important. You know, I'm sure we both know quite a few people recently that have lost their Instagram accounts for no reason whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like some, some really big names that are completely following the rules and it was just gone or they were hacked. So it's really important to have a website as your home base. And that's where you want to be pointing everybody to. So yes, a website is incredibly important. 
But I think whether it's your website or it's your newsletter or it's your social media, it's your brand messaging and your brand voice and being really clear what that is. So if someone lands, no matter where they find you, if they land on your website or social, you're going to sound like what you want to sound like. You want to connect with the people you want to be connecting with. 100%. I mean, there's so much that goes into it. And I think that's where the overwhelm comes like even nailing down your brand messaging, your brand voice, copywriting, Mm -hmm. all of it. And then even thinking, oh, I need to blog, get some content out there. Oh, I need to write captions for my Instagram posts and everything. Like, I mean, that's one thing that's awesome in what's coming up in your online marketing course, making sure that people can do it consistently and effectively in the end, right? Having a strategy behind it all. Exactly. So a strategy and, and doing it correctly, because if, you know, when I first started photography, it was, I put pieces together as I went, you know, I talked to my friends that were in the industry, maybe someone that was a year or two ahead of me. I went to workshops. I was putting little pieces of, you know, bits in this together as I went. And this is, this course is literally everything that we do for photographers. Nothing is super in-depth, but it's all like I'd say medium in depth. So it's, you can reach for it. You can use it. It's tangible. It's not so complicated that you look at it like, I give up already. It's something that you can grab onto and get going that will actually help and will actually work. So the effort you put into it will move you forward. Yeah. I, w- I was just thinking about your website question. I would say if, if you're a commercial photographer, that would probably be the place you want to put energy into first is your website with SEO. So Usually your commercial clients, they may or may not stumble across you on Instagram, but they're going to be Googling for a commercial photographer more than they're going to find you on Instagram. So depending on your client. Yeah. But with the online course, everything's in there. Everything that we do for photographers and our creatives, it's, it's all in there. So you can do it for yourself or you can hire a VA and you would actually have the structure to be able to give them to do the work for you. Yeah, I hear you. And I mean, um, when I think of this, I'm always thinking globally, you know, so of course, like you compared right now, like a commercial photographer to wedding photographer. Mm. And then I started thinking, okay, if we only just take even wedding photographers, depending on which market they're serving, where they're located, what kind of online marketing they use changes because when I think of like Carolina for example she's huge on Pinterest marketing Mm -hmm. she's based Mm -hmm. in Florida so it works for her those are people who are actually going to Pinterest whereas for me here in Germany using Pinterest is really not gonna help me it's not gonna help my business because Germans usually are googling you know so for us one of the biggest things online is actually SEO which is incredible genius so I did tell, tell us, so what are your top three ways that you're gaining leads? And is that your goal to gain leads or what, what are your goals? We get a lot of leads through our SEO and, and more just seeing that, okay, the majority of the clients we serve that they become our, like they are our ideal, you know, perfect fit clients because a lot of people land on our website. And usually it works out, especially after our initial meeting and stuff that we're a good fit. It's good, but you know, it's about refining the leads, I would say. So that's how, like, I would say that's our number one, closely to word of mouth that works also really good. People recommend us quite a lot. Our guests have seen us. So I'm in business with my husband on weddings. And so they come even a year or two in, you know, so those are huge, less on social media 
funny enough, like less on Instagram, even though we get some DM inquiries or whatever, but in comparison, it's a smaller percentage. It's so important to know that because, I mean, we worked with photographers and they're putting so much effort into social media, which is still an excellent tool, but it's, it's the one that most photographers jump to first. And they're like, I know I'm supposed to be blogging and SEO. I don't, I know I've heard of it, but I'm not really quite sure what that is and how to do that. So they put all this energy into social and they don't really know what's working. And we've worked with, there's this one clear example. Actually, it's interesting you brought up Pinterest. It was this creative. Now she was a goldsmith, so not a photographer, but she, again, she was putting so much energy onto her, her Instagram. And when we did her Google analytics report, so that's a report that tells you, you know, where are people coming to your website from? She was getting probably like five times more traffic to her website from Pinterest. And we were putting minimal, like minimal effort into Pinterest wow. and all this effort into Instagram. But when we did that report, we're like, well, obviously we need to put way more energy into Pinterest because it's already working, but she had no idea. Yeah. And then you know where to double down your efforts, right? And where it just doesn't make sense. So you have to know where the leads are coming in for sure. It's finding you or how do you connect it? Maybe you have a newsletter and you connect some pieces on your newsletter to your Pinterest because you know your type of audience. They're attracted to these things. They're attracted to Pinterest. Yeah. So like, I'm always curious as a wedding photographer, when it comes to email marketing, what can wedding photographers do? Because I, I, I don't use that for my weddings. So the question I have before I answer that is, are you, would you just be working with wedding clients or do you shoot other types of things as well? Just weddings. Like, I'm just curious. I don't think it's something that I'm going to implement for myself, but I'm sure there are photographers out there wondering, Hey, how can I use email marketing for getting wedding clients? Like, what would you say to that? If you had, so this is going to be connected with your blog. So a newsletter isn't the piece where you get them, you get on, you want them on there and they're, they're on there for quite a while. A newsletter is something that pops into their inbox. They land on it. You want something clickable, like little tidbits, maybe something fun and exciting, but you want them to click from your website or from your newsletter to your website. So that's kind of the tool for that. So people are signing up to your newsletter because maybe you have special vendor discounts because you have relationships with vendors or you have information on, on venues or hair and makeup artists or cake artists, or you have, you are describing what you wish that, you know, couples, wedding couples knew about a wedding day and you want couples that are engaged or going to be engaged or in relationships, not in a relationship. Yep. They're like, when I do get married, I want to know these things. You want something where you're providing this information value uh, in a way that's like, again, yeah, tangible and useful for them, maybe also fun and engaging. So, but it, it's clickable. It's not something they land on like, okay, well now I have a newsletter and I'm just going to hang out here and delete and it's over. You're continuing the relationship. Right. So it's pretty much long-term. It's not something mm-hmm. like we're expecting to book someone right away. And even like to get people on the newsletter, normally you need a freebie or something interesting to grab their attention. And I'm assuming, exactly. yeah, to, to even reach these people, you're probably using paid ads, right? Not, I mean, not necessarily. If you, if you're, if you're on any kind of social, even your own personal social, and you're posting about the freebie, the giveaway, an article, uh, you write an article, it has SEO at the bottom. You're like, oh, opt into my newsletter for more like this or other ways to reach them. It doesn't have to be paid. It can be organic. Oh, true. Yeah. Because there are still people who are thinking about maybe even searching on the internet for a wedding photographer 
at one point they hop on maybe it's like oh 10 tips about eloping they download it they're on your newsletter and then eventually right, right? it's it's more of a long-term marketing it, it, strategy yeah it is. And it's a really great way to cultivate relationships in your industry too, because let's say you have um, three vendors you've never worked with before and you really want to, maybe you give them a shout out in your newsletter and you talk about some cool things and why you, you know, things you've seen them do that you would, you admire and why you'd want to work with them. And uh, you give them, yeah, incredible feature and they see it and their friends see it and they, or they talk about, Hey, I was featured in Ida's newsletter and she put me on this blog article and, and then you are reaching their audience because they're talking about it. That's so good. There's so many options. Like you're opening my eyes to things like I never even thought about in terms of doing it that way. That's incredible. And it's fun. And it feels good to talk about all the great things other people are doing. Yeah. And okay. So can we talk about PR? Because I know that's part of like what you're going to be teaching in the course. What can photographers do in terms of PR? Photographers do PR all the time. It sounds like PR public relations. It sounds kind of like this esoteric, you know, esoteric, um, like, what is that? What, like we, it's basically you're creating relationships and opportunities. Uh, you're looking for features, whether it's in a blog or an article. So that's doing submissions. It's reaching out for collaborations. It could be cold reach outs. It's building up your brand awareness. Yeah. It does sound super official, but when you break it down, it's really like getting featured in all these, you know, publications and stuff has right. a lot of photographers. Yeah. Reach the clients they want. Yeah. I mean, Ida and I were just talking about all the interviews she's going to be doing on other people's podcasts. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's PR. It is PR. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you do put yourself out there, especially when you said some cold calls or something, you know, and which could be but, a bit tough for some people. Right. So I, this is what we include in public relations on the pepper side. This is how we would use it for a photographer. So let's say there are maybe three vendors and three clients that you would love to book. They say, you know, you in your area, you're like, I know this person, they're in this great relationship, or I know they just got engaged or they're like, they probably will be engaged about to be engaged. So you'd come up with a strategy on how do I engage with them and then send them my information in a way that feels really natural. And it's creating a relationship with that person. So we would call that PR or if for commercial photographers it's huge, you know, you pick five brands that you'd love to work with. And again, you come up with a, a strategy and reaching out to them, whether it's, you know, you find them on social and make sure you're following them for at least two weeks before you reach out. Cause let me tell you, you reach out to someone and they have no idea. They've never seen your name before. I'm like, why, why would I pick you? You, you haven't shown any interest in me. So you yeah. would engage with them on social. You'd respond to some of their DMS because it goes into their, you know, private messaging versus just in the feed. And then then you would send an email, maybe you do a voicemail, you know, in the DMs. So you come up with different ways that you feel like, how do I connect with this client before you even do your reach out? It's funny that you said that because slowly as my podcast is growing, I am getting people in my DMs, you know, smaller brands wanting to get on. And it's interesting, the ones who I feel like do it right, grab my attention and we can continue talking and the ones that actually don't do it right. Something seemed quite basic, you know, using your the person's first name. 
you know yes not making it sound like he just copy and pasted and just like yeah showing interest that you want to build a relationship there and not just like you know sometimes I'll just respond and say hey you know before I take on any kind of brand collaboration I really want to get on a zoom call with you talk and let's see if we're really you know vibing and then they can just ghost for example you know they just want a transaction for that moment I mean maybe it works for some people but for me I'm just like no you know I'm in the business of people and relationships and I think as wedding photographers in general that's what we're doing you know it's about working with people and it doesn't have to be so yeah it's, it's interesting learning all these things and seeing things from the other perspective as well. I I don't know if just plain old cold reach outs works for anyone, yeah. you know, unless, unless the person you're reaching out to has heard of you before and they're already interested in you. I feel like it's just, it feels so in person, yeah, impersonal and just, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be interested. Yeah. And the voice notes. I'm also a huge fan of voice notes. It makes us so personal. So I just encourage everyone to do it. I'm a huge and it's fan. so easy. It is. It is. Um, but I always, I, I know there are a lot of people who feel kind of shy or introverted and it's hard to kind of put yourself out there. And that's why it's also a way to figure out, okay, what kind of marketing works for you best that you feel like it flows? Because mostly it's yes. like we have so much going on right as like normally we're alone in our businesses for most photographers and you have to handle so many things so I even wonder like what parts like are there parts of online marketing that people can feel like they can semi-automate or do like what do you have anything like people can like the minimum effort but has results Ooh, that is it. I mean, there's scheduling. Initial, initially, like, of course, you can put the work in like SEO is something I feel like you can do a lot of work and then the dividends pay off for a long time. And it's something that's great for more introverted people. So I was thinking about that when you were talking about people that, you know, suited to their marketing, to their personalities, but low, low effort that you can automate, I would say outsourcing that would be pretty pretty low effort (laughs) that you can you can like just please do this for me other than scheduling your social media it's really tough to just let things go on their own it does require you to some degree I think for an introverted person you know actually what I what I see quite often and not just introverted people but extroverted people too is that when people say I want my work to market itself. Like my work is amazing. You know, I know I'm skilled. It's, I want people to see it and want to work with me based on that. And I feel like that used to be a thing, but it just isn't anymore. You could be the most incredible photographer and nobody will book you if your marketing isn't good. And the opposite is true as well. You can be an average mediocre photographer and be booking a ton of people if your marketing is on point. And I still hear that from photographers and I hear that I do hear it more from people that are more introverted because they put so much energy into their work and not as much into their marketing. Yeah. I think you still, it still requires effort. So the plan with that is okay. Again, like what, what is working? What's, what's going to suit me? What's going to help me reach my goals? How much capacity do I have realistically? Mm -hmm. And then how do I create a plan where I can follow where it's like, 
I know my marketing for us, I know it takes us seven hours a week to market someone really well. And that's, so I can say maybe, you know, for a photographer, you can say I work uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays and I'm going to put, you know, three hours and four, three and a half hours on Tuesday and three and a half hours on, on the other day of the week that I choose. And if you think about it, if I only market my business two days a week and because I have a plan and I have a schedule and I have a like realistically set for my capacity and that's all it takes, it's not, that's not a lot to run a business. That's true. Yeah. It just clarifies the whole thing, right? Instead of this ambiguous thing you're going after, but really scheduling it and having a plan and like yeah. knowing some milestones, maybe like to measure, okay, is this actually working? Exactly. And I think, yeah, that's what's going to make it easier. So you're not just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like, here's my plan. Here's my strategy. This is my purpose. This is why I'm deciding to do this. Do your Google analytics report. So we go through that in the online course as well. So we go through it. This is how you set it up. These are what the numbers mean. Here are the different popular website platforms. And this is how you read the, the audit after that you create, after you do all the work, after your three months and just schedule it, schedule yourself. Totally. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that really helps is, for example, when some people feel like, okay, I don't think it's like this anymore, but for many years, people saw photographers with so many followers on Instagram, right? And felt like, oh, because they have so many followers, that's what I need in order to reach more people, in order to book more weddings, for example, right? Not the case now. Which is really not the case to also look at it. I think like it's more manageable when they, you know, photographers figure out how many weddings do I actually need per year, you know? And if it's like 25 weddings, it seems more manageable to kind of be like, what do I need to do to actually book these 25 weddings, right? And go from there instead of thinking. And the answer usually is not gaining thousands of Instagram followers. It is not it's <laughs> definitely not doing that. I was thinking more about the automation. You could automate obviously your CRM and your client experience. There's a lot of things you can do there. So that would be creating, helping you know, improve true. your relationship. Yeah. So I wouldn't really consider that online marketing, but that is something you could automate that would make your life a little bit easier. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you said that because they all play a part somehow in this whole, you know, picture of it. And that does help. It can be huge, save you so much time. I would love to, we should do like a little case study, you know, we should do, we should do when you first, let's do, let's use, use an example. I'll do mine too. When you first started your business, what did you do first for marketing your business? Okay. uh, In my case, I hopped on the business on my husband's business because he was doing that before I did. And really he did SEO, like even for his website, he chose the most boring URL, which is, it's in German, it's photograph Constance, Constance is the city we live in, and photograph means like photographer. So like, everything he did was to, to rank on Google, first page Amazing. And I mean, it really worked, it doesn't sound great, but like, a lot of, you know, inquiries come through there. And then we have a secondary website, idaandtim.com. And that's really, you know, 
focusing on elopements in Europe and all that. But when it comes to like local weddings around our area and in Switzerland, that website just, yeah, pays the bills. Do you find it easy to manage two different websites? Well, three, including your, your podcast one. <laughs> it's about picking my priorities <laughs> right now podcast is top of the list for me. So that's what I'm doing. But I'm also lucky because I have my husband who's my business partner, and he's handling wedding inquiries that are coming in. He's scheduling in all the client meetings, he's sending out all the offers. So except for, you know, showing up for a zoom meeting to get to know clients right now, I don't do anything for that part of the business. So it sounds like you guys started off so strong, like you started off with this amazing I think you had a step up from where most people start. When I first started, I, I used my Facebook. Oh, <laughs> right. A lot of people did do that. That's true. Um, I mean, it's didn't. like nothing now. It's like a birth certificate, but that's about it. Unless you have a group. <laughs> you're, you're, you're right. Yeah. No, Um. he set it up. I, I can only give him props, to be honest. You know, he did a good job with that. And we have a very good network of photographers in our area. Whenever we're booked, like they have a WhatsApp group. So my husband does that too, where he's always recommending other photographers. It happens the other way around every now and then, but a lot of recommendations come from our side, which is fine. So like getting into community of photographers, I think is also really huge. It's underrated. Huge, huge. That This is why we're offering with the online course we have monthly group calls. So you can talk to anyone on the pepper team, ask a question. So we have experts in SEO, Pinterest, social media strategy, blogging, all those things, newsletters, and you can talk to us every single month and ask us whatever you want. And it's a whole year long worth of monthly group calls. And then we have a Facebook group where you can like, I blogged with SEO based on your course. Can you go in and check and see if I did it right? It's having access to people that know things that you can talk to and engage with. And then you can share your knowledge. Cause when I, when I went to workshops and I was learning from experts, I learned just as much from the other people that were there. Yeah, totally. And I mean, when people are in the same boat, usually they face similar struggles and exactly. they find solutions to those struggles. And those who learn from others are willing to share, like you said. And like, I am a huge fan of communities. Like that's, that's where the gold is. So what would you say to someone? I'm thinking of this person in particular that recently reached out to me and his work is, his work is really good. And he said, I'm struggling to book clients and I've tried all the different things that I've been told to do with, you know, contests and giveaways and all that is still not working for me. What are some questions that you would ask him? Like, okay, well, I wonder, are you doing this? Or what are some things that you'd want to dig in a little bit more to see why he's not being successful in this business? Yeah. I mean, when he's doing contests, uh, contests and giveaways, that's always like a big question mark for me. Because, for example, when you do that, you have to be strategic. You know, some just say, hey, uh, win an engagement shoot with me, right? But that doesn't help you if you don't have real thought out pre-qualifiers for who can win that engagement shoot. So you need to make sure, for example, that they, they don't have a wedding photographer booked in already. And all these things, like where are they getting married? All these, so... You can't just say that and think that you're going to book clients. 
it's, it just comes back to what you said earlier about how some photographers really focus on saying, hey, my work is good. Why am I not getting booked? Right. But what we don't realize is we are so deep into this industry. And we we're the ones who can see what like what we define as quality work. We don't know what our clients see or potential clients see. You know, we actually really need to communicate what we're doing. You know, they need to feel something. They need to understand that they are actually booking the human being who's going to be there with them throughout their day. So like, that's the reason why I really believe your copy is huge and showing your personality because there needs to be a reason why they book you instead of the other photographer. There's so much work that goes into it. But like, those are the two things that come to my mind right away when you said that. I, yeah, you totally nailed it. I was also thinking, what is your workflow for after they've entered your contest? Like, how do you reconnect? How do you re, like, re-reach out or engage the people that entered your contest? Because those are all potential clients. Yes. So you don't just like put it out there. You do the contest. One person wins. Okay, well, what about all your other potential leads? What's your plan for that? hundred percent. And that's where people usually go wrong when it comes to like Facebook ads and Instagram ads, because just posting a pretty picture and saying, Hey, I'm a photographer is just not going to cut it. Could I, could you imagine if you used a newsletter sign up? This is part of your contest. Sign up for my newsletter. Totally. Totally. That's where I saw it. Like for me, usually I was just like, okay, once they're on the newsletter, like, how are you keeping them engaged? But really you know, like I loved how you said the tidbits that lead them back to your website. Yeah. That's the key. That's the key. No one wants to sit and read a gigantically long email. Absolutely not. Especially like if you're anyone like my husband, who's like, he's just deleting and unsubscribing, you know, and usually I have to tell him, do not unsubscribe from this one. Usually, you know, like the ones that I actually want. There are a lot of people who just feel overwhelmed if they see a whole lot of text right and just yes. thought, okay where did this even come from so it's, you have everything you do in my eyes has to be strategic <laughs> and yeah. and every time because like it, it doesn't matter if it's COVID or not there's still a lot of photographers on the market you know like a lot of people talk about oh 10 years ago all this was way easier and now it's gotten more difficult like photographers who felt like they had all the increase the leads uh, they booked their calendar faster a decade ago are struggling now. I think it's, it's all comes back to strategy. You yeah. know, what worked back then doesn't work now any longer. I have a friend, he's got like 60,000 or so people on his Instagram followers and he struggles to book because he he's used to just being able to put something out once yeah. and get, getting booked up like that. Totally. But that's just not how it works anymore. People need to see it multiple times. They need to know you know, that you're available to even be booked. If you were to look at his social, if you're to look at his website, you wouldn't even think, is he, can I even book him? Ooh, it doesn't make yes. it easy because he's so high end. He's so talented and his work is incredible. Like it blows my stuff out of the water. Like, woo, he's crazy good, but he just doesn't, it's, it's just, cause he's so perfect. It's almost hard to book because you don't even know if you can because doesn't have anywhere the clearly and multiple times I'm available book me here and I have this session available and these dates are free yeah and I mean most uh photographers like that what I've noticed is they don't even have a starting price 
on their mm-hmm. website and it scares a lot of people away and sometimes actually when you find out how much they cost like people are surprised oh I would have been willing to pay that but I just thought they're way out of my league budget wise right yeah. so that always ends up being that they're not getting the increase that they want right what happens obviously with photographers normally when when you start out you're you're not charging as much right you gain some experience you want to get in a higher bracket some people go really high end uh most people I want to say just go to that like you know well-paying but not really high-end weddings in that point but sometimes they forget like the way you market to different clientele's changes right by the time like the photography you're talking about if his work is so incredible so high-end he needs to figure out how do I reach clients who want who are on this level who want this kind of work and are willing to spend that much like your marketing strategy has to change to accommodate that so he would refuse to update his social or change his website so knowing knowing that then you need to look at that as a case study so you need to look at the situation okay he really wants to book more leads he's refusing to change his social media because that is his aesthetic. That is his brand voice. That is who he is. It's just impossible. You're not, not going to do that. So then you have to look at his business model. What is currently working? I know I'm going to say that so many times. And right. then what are some other things that he hasn't been doing that he could do that would work for him and be on brand for him and feel authentic to him that would help him with his marketing. So it's so personal. So even with our online course that we're doing, there's 16 different modules, there's 16 different ways you can market your business. And the whole point is to educate people like, okay, these are all the different ways that you can market your business. Uh, here, here's all the information on how to do it properly. So if you're going to choose one of these things, you're at least going to do it right. So it's worth the effort. Okay. But now pick three and why are you picking those three? So I would look at him like, okay, so not touching your social, not touching your website for sure. We need to optimize your website for SEO, definitely with blogging. Then I think it would be more public relations and features for him. So getting his work shown in multiple different places. And then I would say doing a collaborative creative project. So he can see that he is approachable and creating relationships in the industry. So people, and he can be talking to those people where they, they're also working with and his ideal client. hundred percent. I think right? so, like you've got it, like, of course, because you know what you're doing, Stacey, but I'm totally following what you're saying. Right. So then, yeah, I just think so many photographers, they get bogged down and depressed when they feel like they have to have to do reels, you don't have to do reels, do reels help. Yeah, they work. They absolutely work, but that's not the only thing that works. Yeah. And it's, you know, photographers, I know there's this whole thing of like, it's our photos. We don't want to be doing this. And there's a lot of resistance, right? Hmm. For me, I just say there are different avenues or even when it comes to reels, I always say there's no one saying you need to like dance or point a text you know you can just have your photos you know um put some music that actually fits your brand or if if you want to go for a trending song that's totally fine but you can just showcase your work and you just have to think outside of the box and not feel like you have to recreate what others are doing 
Exactly. Absolutely. That's fantastic. We covered a lot. It's um, it's an interesting topic. There's so much to go through. At the end of the day, it's like you said, it's about strategy. It's about knowing what you want to accomplish. And it's actually about deeply knowing the type of clients you want to reach. Mm-hmm. And, and who you are. And, who and, you your, are. and your capacity and what's sustainable for you. So good. Oh, I'm excited about this course. Like, can you give us details in terms of when it's launching and yeah, how people can find out about it? We haven't chosen the, the <laughs> solid exact date okay. because Stacy likes to add things last minute. The team's like, we're not going to pick an exact date because you're going to add this and this and this because I want people to have everything very soon. Very, very soon. So in order to be notified as soon as it's going live, is Instagram the place they need to be to hear about it? Do they need to get on a newsletter? What's the best? Tell us all the things. Well, you can, you're going to hear about it in all the different places that we are. We're going to post that everywhere. So definitely Instagram is a great place. Our newsletter, we're going to be putting out a little uh, bonus for people that sign up within a certain length of time. The bonus is actually going to be one of our one-on-one training calls. So they're 395 US to book in a training call. So whether it's with me for strategy, Joe, our expert in SEO, our Pinterest Paris, I like, I finally get on Pinterest. You can choose anyone on the team to have a one-on-one training call for 395. That's going to be for limited time only. It's a bonus that people are going to get when they purchase the course. And that I haven't told the date yet when that's happening. So stay okay, tuned. For sure. But that that'll be a fun little bonus for everybody. And uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of all the you can find us everywhere. We are absolutely everywhere online. Yeah, I'm gonna put it all in the show notes. So make sure you head over to that. But it is a lifetime course. I need to add that, right? That means it, you'll be adding to it. So you are amazing. This is also my new, my new mom brain. People are like, she's a little bit rambly today. Don't yes, worry, it is so true. This, good, is, this is me on like three and a half hours of sleep. I have this lovely new baby. She is a wild thing, but it is a lifetime course. You have access to it forever. Every year we're going to go in and update it. So it's always going to be current. So whether you purchased it this year or three years from now, the information will be relevant. And then you have one year access to the group calls and lifetime access to the Facebook group. Golden. You're golden, Stacey. Thank you so so much. I learned a lot from this. Thank you. Thank you so much for virtually setting in on my conversation with Stacey. I just wanted to take this time to give you a little bit more information about the online marketing course for photographers. It includes 12 modules covering topics like making an overall marketing strategy, Google Analytics, Instagram, Pinterest, blogging, submissions, and more. Signing up for the course gives you access to monthly group calls with the Pepper team for one year. You are granted lifetime access and what's great about it is that you can complete the course at your own pace and skip over to the modules that are most relevant to you at that point in time. You can use my affiliate code IDAPEPPERU, A-I-D-A, P-E-P-P-E-R-U to get 10% off the course. You can also sign up for their newsletter over at their website www.meetpepper.ca to be notified as soon as the course goes live. You can also follow them on Instagram at meetpepper and remember that all these links are in the show notes. If you have any questions about the course, you can feel free to reach out to me or to someone on the team. I hope to see you there because I will definitely be in the Facebook group. 
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of My Wedding Season, the podcast. To be notified as soon as a new episode goes live, make sure that you subscribe. I'd love for you to write a comment or leave a review. Let me know what you want more of. For the show notes, head on over to www.wedding-photography-podcast.com. Cheering you on and until next time.